Hello and welcome to Weekly MTG in the morning. We're in the morning now. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a little early. I've got my coffee and I've also got Reggie Ball. Hey, here. happy to be here. Yeah, game designer uh, extraordinaire who works on all things Jumpstart, which is I what we're do. here to talk about today. So we're going to show off some packets from Jumpstart 2022. We're going to talk about a couple new cards. And yeah, we're just going to talk Jumpstart. So uh, he's here the whole show. He'll answer all of your burning Jumpstart questions. Yep. And uh, all of them. Don't hold Not back. all of them. Um, but we are going to talk a lot about Jumpstart 2022, show off some packets, show off some new cards. Uh, just a little bit of news. Not a, not a ton of news today, but I do want to highlight that over the weekend, a number of regional championships were held, and a bunch of people qualified for the Pro Tour in Philadelphia in February. So we want to say congratulations to everyone who qualified at each of the regional championships over the weekend. And we're really looking forward to seeing you all in Philadelphia in yeah. February. Some yeah. awesome pioneer gameplay. Did you watch any? I didn't get a chance. I was in Las Vegas for my uh, 40th anniversary. Or 40th anniversary? I'm not that old. 40th birthday. Um, so I did not get to. But Wish Blake uh, a happy birthday. Thing. Yeah. They, they, they know. They know. We've been, I've been talking about it for too long. They're tired of hearing it. Oh, Reggie. okay. It's a sore subject. Anyway, uh, let's talk Jumpstart 2022 because that's what they care about. Um, we are going to start off by, um, we're going we're gonna to progressively get a little bigger and bigger because we're going to start off with a deck list we haven't seen, but it contains cards that we've seen. Yep. And that's kind of where, and then we'll kind of big finish with, you know, Packets Some all and new cards, stuff. yeah, all that sort of stuff. So let's start a couple um, weeks ago on this, no, not on this show, uh, but a couple weeks ago we did reveal Balin Wandering Knight, who's part of the Knights Packet. So mm -hmm. let's put the Knights Packet up here. Uh, and now, first of all, there's only one of these packets. Talk a little bit about how many packets there are, what yeah. that means, that so sort of deal. So there are 121 different packets in mm -hmm. total across 46 different themes okay. in the product. And there are rarities, kind of like there are card rarities. Mm -hmm. So there are some packets that appear at Mythic Rarity, and there are only one list in them. Yeah. Then there are packets that appear at Rare Rarities, and there are two lists yep. in each of those, and then there are common rarity packets, but each of those has four different variants. So yeah. even if you open that one a little more frequently, you're probably still going to find new stuff. Mm -hmm. But we're looking at a mythic packet here. Yep. Yeah, there's only one list. When there are multiple lists, we'll show them off. So this one contains the Circle of Loyalty, uh, the knightiest of knight cards. Balin Wandering Knight getting its first reprint, as well as the fantastic Japanese-inspired art up there. Uh, Danatha Capetian Paragon, Quinde Pride of Femeriff, Sir Alin, the Lion's Claw, that's not how you say that, Hero's Blade, Chains of Custody. Chains of Custody is also a new card, yep. but it was also revealed already. Um, Order of the Golden Cricket, Shining Armor, Jousting Lance, uh, Benelish Honor Guard, Skyhunter Prowler, Thriving Heath, and Seven Plains. So tell us a little bit about the construction of this packet. So Knights is pretty cool. It's got a couple of different things going on, and that's one of the reasons why it's Mythic Rarity. Besides, we wanted to be able to include some awesome reprints like mm -hmm. Circle of Loyalty and Balin. It's pretty tightly wound together because it's got a couple of different themes in it where it has sort of an equipment sub-theme, mm -hmm. thanks to Danatha and Balin, and cards like Jousting Lance and Shining Armor and Hero's Blade. But Hero's yeah. Blade actually is kind of the cross synergy card. There's also a bit of a Legend Matter theme 
going mm. on here. So you can see all of those legends up there at the top of the packet, and Banalish Honor Guard is a simple one that grows in power when you have more legends in play. And Hero's Blade, yeah, does double duty as being an equipment that cares about legends. So you have a lot of different cool things going on. But you're also just kind of a, a lean, aggressive deck with a bunch of first strikers and get in there. Or you could go wide and go big with the Circle of Loyalty. A lot of mm -hmm. cool things going on. Um, I do want to, so, you know, we kind of, we're kind of taking for granted, I think, um, that everyone watching knows what Jumpstart is. Sure. So let, let's start, um, so we just showed a packet. That's yeah. like, it's 20 cards. What do you do? What, how does Jumpstart work? All right, so for Jumpstart, you're going to need two packets. So you're going to acquire two boosters, open them, and then they're each going to have 20 cards with a theme card that'll tell you what you opened. So mm -hmm. for instance, you might have opened Knights, and then you might have opened something else. And you will remove those two face cards, put them aside, and then shuffle those 20 cards or 40 cards together. And then you've got a deck. Mm -hmm. And then assuming you know you also opened two boosters, made a 40 card deck, shuffle them up, and we're good to play. Yeah. And we're just going to start playing a you know, game of limited, basically. You know, start at 20 life and just play. Yeah. And you know, if we wanted to after, we can you know, trade packets between each other. You know, go again with a different combination, maybe you really like the deck that you made and you want to you know, build it out into you know, a casual constructed deck or a commander deck because you found a sweet legend that you like and it's really just kind of world's your oyster. Yeah. Now, so the packet we just looked at was uh, monocolored. Are all mm -hmm. of the packets in this Jumpstart release monocolored? Are there any multicolored packs? So there was one that we saw, which is Urza's, mm -hmm. and it is colorless. So mm. last time in the original Jumpstart 2020 release, yep. uh, which we often internally refer to as JMP, which is its set code. Um, I might do that. Uh, we had a uh, multicolor, five-color packet yep. that was rainbow. Um, and then this time we decided what would be our sweet, you know, 46th kind of theme yeah. cool thing. And we thought, oh, what if we included Tron and did that? And yep. so... If you haven't seen that packet yet, it's a doozy. It's it, got it is. We showed it on Tron this show. Lands, anime, Karn Liberated, uh, Walking Ballista, yeah. a lot of goodies. It's yeah. a sweet one. Yeah, that packet's um, pretty great. And then technically, there's a green Eldrazi packet that we showed off earlier today. Mm -hmm. So it's got some devoid, sort of colorless. Sort of colorless. <laughs> that's it. All right. So um, the other thing I want to highlight, Chad asked about this, but uh, and we did answer it before, but just to uh, make it clear, so this is tabletop only. This is not coming to a room. Correct. Yeah. Yep. All right. Let's move on to our second packet. So this is another uh, mythic pack. Mm -hmm. There's only one deck list. So this one's called Unlucky 13. And you see on there uh, the card art on the right there is the Disciple of Perdition, which was revealed yesterday. And then uh, Tree of Perdition and Triskaidekaphobia. So this one's got uh, some some weird things going mm -hmm. on for it. Tell us about this packet. Do you think she has enough fingers? I I don't want to look at the fingers. It okay, creeps me okay. out. Okay. Um, so yeah, this is a sweet one. It's all about the rares here. So Tree of Perdition and Triskaidekaphobia. If you're not familiar, Triskaidekaphobia will end the game if a player has 13 life. Uh, or it ticks them up or down mm -hmm. to 13 life. And so it's an alt-win condition. And that was kind of where we decided how we wanted this theme. Uh, Annie Sardellis, who was working on the product, had pitched an idea of what if we included an alt-win condition of some kind, you know, 
Approach of the Second Son or, you know, Trichotechophobia, something like that. Yeah. And we thought, that sounds super sweet, you know, because they're awesome and a fun part of magic that you can win, you know, in ways besides, you know, lowering your opponent's life total. Yeah. And so we built this packet all around trying to be able to kind of inch you up and down just enough to, you know, get you to that 13 spot and actually win the game with one of the cool cards. Mm -hmm. um, and lots of great ways to help. Although you could also just, you know, exsanguinate them out and, you know, win pretty easily if you don't draw what you need. Uh, and yeah, this is a really sweet one. One thing that I wanted to highlight, which I enjoy, is kind of two things, actually. A, you can see we're not afraid now in this product to include a couple of cards here and there that actually include uh, keyword or ability words sure. on them. In Jumpstart 2020, we had a very strict policy that we were trying to make it super acquisition focused, yep. you know, for new players, super accessible. So we weren't going to include any keyword abilities besides the evergreen ones mm -hmm. like flying and trample. Yep. But here we decided that we could up that tolerance a little bit and yep. still keep things cool and fun. So like you see tragic slip has morbid on morbid, it. Morbid, right. Um, yep. And similarly, we also have included in some of the packets kind of an extra treat in the land slot instead. So like we have Piranha Marsh here, which is right. kind of cute, ticks you up to our, ticks the opponent down to uh, the right life total. And you see those in a couple of the other packet lists we're looking at today where we have kind of added in that extra, you know, eighth or ninth land is mm -hmm. something special in addition to the thriving lands that people know now. Right. Now, um, the other thing we haven't talked about here, even though we showed one off is, um, each packet contains uh, a card with new art that mm -hmm. is, is Japanese inspired and, and done by a Japanese Absolutely. artist. Absolutely. Uh, what's the, here it is, there it is. Tree of Perdition. You can see the art there on the right. Also very creepy. Very. Yeah, so each packet has one of these new pieces of art. Yep, each packet will have one new card with anime inspired art. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then each packet also will include at least one new card, too. Mm -hmm. New design for J22. Right. So, and I think we have that one here next, which yes. is that aforementioned Disciple of Perdition with many fingers. And also says 13. Yeah, that, that artwork's pretty, pretty creepy. So um, talk about the design of this card. I know we, you know, this card was previewed yesterday, but it, it says 13. It fits very well with this packet. Mm-hmm. I think that this card originally came about because we wanted more support pieces for this theme in particular. We really liked kind of the creepy 13 and wanted to play that up and make something that could again support it and help you uh, get your opponent's life total to exactly where it needed to be. Mm -hmm. But in Jumpstart, we want to make sure that all of our uncommons and commons are multi-purpose and can exist and live in other packets too. Yeah. And so, this appears in a few other black packets, and so it ended up getting designed to be a pretty straightforward, you know, Phyrexian Rager sort of a card mm -hmm. uh, that could go into a couple of other black packets just for, you know, general purpose. Yep. But it's really at home here where yeah. you're actually really trying for that 13 life. Cool. All right, let's move on to our next packet. So this, this next packet is, as you said, a rare packet. It's mm -hmm. got two different deck lists. So this is the Landfall packet. Here is the first one. It's got Rampaging Bayloths and Corsair of Crufix. A lot of players are going to be happy to see those. 
uh, followed by Turn Timber Basilisk, Primeval Herald, which is the new card, Zendikar's Royal, Rampaging Growth. Another new one. Another new card. Um, Orashra, Cultivator, Snapping Gnarled, Adventuring Gear, Canopy Bailoff, uh, Colony Heart Expedition, Master's Rebuke, Evolving Wilds, Thriving Grove, and Six Forests. Uh, let's look at deck list two, and then we'll talk about these a little bit. So this one, pretty close to the same. A few changes. This one's got Avenger of Zendikar is the headliner Spicy. here, certainly. Uh, and then Turn Timber, Basilisk, Primeval Herald, Baloth, Woodcrasher. Uh, there's that Rampaging Growth again. Oasher Cultivator, Snapping Gnarled, Fertilid, Canopy Baloth, Ground Swell, Calmly Heart Expedition, Broken Bond, Evolving Wilds, Thriving Grove, and Six Forests. Uh, so talk to us, we'll talk about the new cards in a second, but first of all, talk about the design of these two deck lists. So this is another one, as I alluded to, when we found out that we wanted to include a couple of simple but popular mechanics mm -hmm. in the packets. Uh, I think both Annie Sardellis and I had kind of immediately jumped to, oh, Landfall, mm -hmm. that'd be great. You know, let's do something, a lot of Zendikar cards, and, you know, it's just fan favorite for a reason really simple, clean gameplay, and came to this, you know, got to include a couple of fun rares, Avenger, Corsair, Rampaging yep. Bailoffs, nothing to sneeze at, and pretty easy to design some new cool cards that support, you know, the land theme, uh, and just leads to great gameplay because you want to be able to play a land every turn, mm -hmm. and that usually leads to satisfying results. Um, and again, you can see we got to include like an Evolving Wilds in yeah. this packet as kind of its bonus land. Yep, absolutely. All right, let's take a look at some of the cards. And again, some of these have been shown already. Not this one. Uh, not this one. Uh, it's, it is a reprint, but that is the new art. So Colony Heart Expedition in the Landfall Pack is the one that gets the Japanese art. Yeah, that's gorgeous. And then here's Primeval Herald. This one's been revealed, but it's still pretty cool. Three and a green. It's an elf scout. It's 3-1. Has trample. And whenever Primeval Herald enters the battlefield or attacks, I love that part, you may search your library for a basic land card, put it in the battlefield tap, then shuffle. This card gets real spicy with that Brothers War card that has all your lands be basic lands in your oh, deck. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The bro commander card, for yep. sure. Now, granted, that card's broken with basically a lot of things that say basic land, but this is another one to add to that list. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, obviously inspired by Primeval Titan, we mm -hmm. thought that that was fun, and team ended up coming up with this. Just, again, a multi-purpose design. Worked great here because it can get me multiple land drops in the same turn yep. and repeated land drops, which yep. is super valuable. But, you know, it's also great because of its types. It's an elf, and it's just, you know, very multi-purpose and good value. And I think this could see some commander play, too. Kind yeah. of comparable to, like, a solemn simulacrum in terms of value. Yeah. Now, so for the... Uh, let's talk a little bit about rarity for a second, because I think this is a good example. So this is an uncommon. It's mm -hmm. a new card. What does rarity mean in Jumpstart? Because the packets are pre-made. Yeah. So whenever you see a mythic rare in a packet, it appears in exactly one packet, mm -hmm. as far as new cards. Um, when you see a new rare, it appears in exactly two new packets of the 121. Yeah. And then when you see uncommons, I believe it's in about five, uh, can go a little bit, there's some wiggle room, and commons, I want to say it's about eight. Okay. 
All right. Uh, let's look at the next new card. So here's another one of those uncommons. This is Rampaging Growth, three and a green. It's an instant. Search your library for a basic land card, put it in the battlefield, then shuffle. Until end of turn, that land becomes a 4-3 insect creature with reach and haste. It's still a land. Instant, huh? Instant, yeah. We often wanted green packets to have a bit more interaction. Mm -hmm. You know, green is usually starved for that, and reach especially. You know, it's hard to find great reach creatures in, you know, to match all of the themes how we want to. And so we ended up coming up with this design, and it actually kind of bounced around a little bit. I don't think it had reach at first, and for a little while, I think I want to say it was an ape, actually. Okay. Or maybe it was a wolf, kind of going around trying to fit into different spots here and there, of like, mm -hmm. what would be best? But we ended up thinking that insect was the best. Uh, we showed off some insect packets earlier this morning on yep. Reddit I saw, and so ended up thinking, yeah, insect was the best fit, and so this packet or card exists there, but it also is great here because it's an instant speed way to enable landfall if you want to do it proactively. Or yeah. honestly, a lot of times in this packet, you'll actually attack with it. Yeah. You know, just get it for big damage. 4-3 four, four, will just get him dead. It'll do that. All right, let's move on to our next list. So this, uh, this packet has four lists, mm -hmm. which makes it an uncommon packet. Common, yeah. Common packet, okay. Um, so this is the Think Again theme. So this is uh, deck list one. All right, so Jace Arcane Strategist, for those of us playing along at home and who had to do a double take, where is Jace Arcane Strategist from? That one's from a War Planeswalker deck. Okay. War of the Spark. War of the Spark Planeswalker deck. Um, Spectral Sailor is a card we have already seen. That one has the Japanese art. Uh, we got Fairy Vandal, Serum Visions. That's great. Memorial to Genius. Soul Reed, uh, another new card. Merfolk Pupil, another new card. Mm -hmm. Ikite, Mystic Skyfish, Teferi's Protege, Tome Anima, Steel Gaze Griffin, Drag Under, and Thriving Isle, and Six Island. Mm -hmm. Let's see the second list, and then we'll start talking about these. So, Alandra Skydreamer, that's a new card. Yep. Um, so, we'll show that off in a moment. A couple other highlights here. Hedron Archive, um, again, it's got Soul Reed and Merfolk Pupil. Uh, and this one's got Opt instead of Serum Visions. Mm -hmm. And then Decklist 3, uh, still Alandra. Then we've got a Neutralize, which is the Cycling Counterspell, Lay Claim, also a Cycler. Mm -hmm. Um, and Hieroglyphic Illumination, we got a little cycling theme going in Starting this Starting development, too. Makes sense. And then deck list four has Fairy Formation as the sort of highlight rare. Uh, and then we've got Military Intelligence and Mantle of Tides and Leaving the Dust as kind of new highlights for this. So, um, Think again, this it looks like we're drawing cards, which is sort of my we jam. We sure are. Yeah. No Mole Drifter, I'm sorry. Nah, one, we'll, uh, we'll get back there. We'll I, get back I hope. <laughs> so yeah, this was one uh, I think I had suggested actually initially where I really enjoy a, uh, a draw two strategy yep. in Limited. We have done it a couple of times as kind of like a two color archetype, which mm -hmm. is where a lot of these cards come from. You know, Steel Gaze Griffin was originally from Eldraine, Tome Anima, and a couple of these others were originally from, uh, I want to say, M21. And then I think we saw iKite was originally from like MH1. So kind of all over the place, but bringing yeah. it all together here. And so, yeah, 
The goal of the packet is to usually draw two cards in a single turn, but a lot of the time you're just trying to draw as many as you can yep. because why not? Makes and sense. a lot of ways to support it. And so, yeah, you see a couple of cool things here. Uh, when we have uh, like a common theme like this, we do try and you know, make sure that all of the variants feel distinct or cool. Mm -hmm. One of the ways that I know Mark Gottlieb, the set lead for this product, really tried to distinguish them was kind of giving each kind of its own keyword when possible. Sure. And so you see that with the cycling one, for instance, which you know, that packet has like five cycling cards, which mm -hmm. you know, work great to support the theme. Uh, and a whole bunch of other things too. You also saw in the packet one, Decklist one, it had a Jace, which I know that was one thing that Mark was talking about a little bit uh, when he was designing the product, where the original Jumpstart had five Mythic Rare packets that had Planeswalkers, mm -hmm. and they were themed after them. You could open Teferi or Basri. Yep. And here, we decided to do just kind of different Mythic themes. We wanted to explore slightly more creative things and just yep. kind of go nuts. But we knew that people love Planeswalkers. They're still a fun, cool part of the game. And so we decided to kind of include them here and there where we can. So you won't find them in kind of prescribed Planeswalker packets, but they're out there and you can open them. All right. Now let's look at some of the highlights of these decks. Yep. So uh, we showed this off before, but it's, yeah, it's fantastic. Spectral Sailor here. Spectral Sailor, a very powerful card that we see in a number of different formats, usually usually carrying a curiosity variant we with it. We saw it in Pioneer Top 8, I think, this yep, weekend. We absolutely did. Yep, so very powerful card um, and really fantastic art. Then we have Soul Read, which great is name. one of the cards. Yeah, great name. Also, uh, as you pointed out before the show, Drew Tucker art. Yeah, love to see it. Yeah. Um, so this one's pretty cool. It's a counterspell or draw two cards. Exactly. So, uh, you know, again, we want to be able to include interaction where we can. Mm -hmm. And so this one, you can be proactive, draw two cards, sometimes even at instant speed to trigger, you know, one of your effects in the packet. Yep. Uh, or you can hold it up as a counterspell. Yep. Makes sense. Um, and then Murful Pupil is another one that had previously been revealed. I could see this one making some uh, some pretty powerful Merfolk lists. Two man, it's it's a two-mana one-one that, that does a thing when it comes into play. Mm -hmm. It's also a wizard. So, um, yeah, where'd this card come from? Talk about the design of this one. You know, one of the things that we're often looking for when we're designing these Jumpstart packets is ways to eliminate uh, non-games, you know. Mm -hmm. If you've played Magic, you know that one of the worst things that can happen is if you don't draw enough lands or if you draw too many. Yeah. And so we always are kind of looking for subtle ways to help smooth your draws and make sure that you're you know, getting the right mix of stuff. And so this is one comes down really cheaply, enables the game plan of you know, drawing a second card in your turn to you know, support the synergies. But I think what the best thing about it is is that it'll help you in those kind of games where you've got one too many land or you're really looking for your third or fourth one mm -hmm. and it just ends up doing the right things. Nice. All right, and then finally, let's look at Alandra Sky Dreamer. So this is a legendary creature merfolk wizard for two and two blue. It's very reminiscent of Talrand. It gives Intentionally, you those, it yeah. It gives you those Talrand feelings, yeah. So it's a two four. Uh, whenever you draw your second card each turn, create a 2-2 blue drake creature with token with flying. And then whenever you draw your fifth 
card each turn. Congratulations, you drew five cards. You did it. Oh, wait, there's more. Alandra, Sky Dreamer, and Drakes you control each get plus X plus X until end of turn where X is the number of cards in your hand. Okay, so you said this is intentionally playing off Talran. Yeah, this actually originally started design as a new Talran. We knew that it was, you know, a beloved fan favorite character and commander, and we thought that would be cute, you know, if it worked well in a Talran deck with lots of spells, you mm -hmm. know, casting cantrips and instants and sorceries, you know, so that they would play well together. And somewhere along the line, we actually ended up kind of deciding it would be someone related to Talrand. And sure. so ended up becoming Alondra instead. But mm -hmm. still works great with Talrand, you know, both in terms of the first ability and also if you've got a pile of drakes, if you do that fifth ability or draw your fifth card, yeah. you'll really go wild. Challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. People are quickly looking up, what are drakes? What are good drakes right now? Blake, Blake, you draw your card for the turn. Yeah. You play Muldrifter. Yep. You blink the Muldrifter. It, uh, That's five. I, oh, don't get me wrong. I know how to get to five cards, but it's, it's you know, you got to have the Drakes around so that they get the bonus, too. I'll work on that. I'll figure that out. All right. Let's move on to our last deck list, which is a rare list and has some spicy stuff in it. So we've got Experimental. So this is deck list one. It has Ignite the Future, Mizzix Replica Rider, that's a new one, Young Pyromancer, Groteg Night Runner, Seize the Storm, Lightning Axe, Thermo Alchemist, Spellgorger Weird, Catalyst Elemental, Goblin Researcher, also a new card, Firebolt, Electric Revelation, Thriving Bluff, and Seven Mountains. Deck list two. There's that Mizzix Replica Rider. We're mm -hmm. going to talk about that in a moment. Grotag Nightrunner, Cyclops Electromancer, Spark of Creativity, Act on Impulse, Thermo Alchemist, Spark Mage Apprentice, Catalyst Elemental, Goblin Researcher, Firebolt, Electric Revelation, Electrify, Thriving Bluff, and Seven Mountains. Okay, tell us about this theme. So this is one that I think, again, Annie Sardellis had pitched, which was great. More in terms of kind of a concept. So we do kind of spell casting, instants and sorceries for mm -hmm. red packets, and just, you know, red in magic quite a lot. But she had had the idea of what if we did something a little more kind of conceptual where it's really based on red's kind of mad science yeah. sort of perspective. And so we see that on Innistrad with, you know, things like Thermo Alchemist, and we see it a lot with, like, the Is it uh, on Ravnica mm -hmm. doing all sorts of crazy experimentation. And we really liked how it ended up coming together. It was a pretty satisfying twist on red spellcasting. Uh, I think Annie also had had the idea to bring back Mizzix as a character. So like with uh, Talrand, who was no longer Talrand, mm -hmm. we thought of, you know, how could we incorporate some popular commanders, some cool legends, and see them again? You know, would that be something fun? Yeah. And we thought so, and so Talran didn't stick around, Alondra replaced, but Mizzix did, and so now she's riding a dragon. Very cool. Riding a dragon. We're going to see why Mizzix is riding a dragon in just a moment. First, let's look at the Japanese-inspired art here on Thermo Alchemist. Oh, yeah, that's really good. There we go. The, uh, the flavor text is great, too. Popper players rejoice. Power of science. Yeah, this is, this is a pretty popular power popper card. Bow before the power of science. You have to put the emphasis on science there. Yeah. 
Fantastic art there. All right, next up, so Goblin Researcher. Uh, we have seen this card, but it is new. So mm -hmm. talk about the design behind Goblin Researcher. Similar to the Merfolk Pupil that we saw, this is kind of the red way to get some card flow going mm -hmm. in your packet. So obviously red doesn't get to just draw cards in the same way that blue can, but we thought that this would be a fun way to, and we'll see a little later that we're caring a little bit about casting cards from exile. And so this was uh, a novel way to do that and kind of a novel timing condition too in terms of when you can cast the card. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, goblin might end up being relevant. It might. It might. People play all kinds of goblins in all kinds of places. All right. Let's get to our last preview card, Mizzix Replica Rider. So four and a red for a 4-5 flying, because it's riding that dragon. Mm -hmm. Legendary creature, goblin, wizard. Uh, whenever you cast a spell from anywhere other than your hand, you may pay one and a hybrid blue-red. Mm -hmm. uh, if you do, copy that spell, and you may choose new targets for the copy. If the copy is a permanent spell, it gains haste, and at the beginning of your end step, sacrifice this permanent. A copy of a permanent spell becomes a token. All right, talk to me about Mizzix's Replica Rider. So this is really the conceit of the deck. We really enjoyed this sort of condition of casting spells from anywhere other than your hand. So that was why that previous goblin, for instance, exiled instead sure. of doing something like discard a card to draw a card. Yep. Uh, so it would work with Mizzix. And you saw there were a couple of flashback cards. There were a couple of other ways that you can exile cards off the top of your library and then cast them. Uh, and this condition is just really open-ended. I think people will be able to build some really sweet commander decks with this card. You'll also notice this one uses hybrid mana in its text box. And yep. this is actually continuing a cycle that we saw and started with the original Jumpstart. Mm -hmm. So in that, we had cards like Emil the Blessed and yep. Kel's Fight Fixer that were allied colored hybrid mana symbols mm -hmm. in their text boxes. Um, to support two-color commander decks, even though we have monocolor, one-color packets. And so we thought, wouldn't that be cute if we could finish the cycle, do the enemy uh, mm -hmm. colors? And so that's what we did. We've already seen a couple of them here, but now here's the blue-red member, and who better than an it goblin to be doing it? And yeah, I think it's really cool. You know, We often get kind of spell forking in that sort of a way, uh, copying your instant and sorcery, but Copying permanence is relatively new tech, and it's pretty sweet that you can do crazy things with it, like mm -hmm. giving something haste and going wild. Yeah. Well, and I also like, you know, a lot of these blue-red uh, spells, copy kind of commanders, they really want to force you to play with a lot of spells. But this right. one opens it up. You get to play with some permanence. Creatures, yeah. yeah. Um, which is really cool as well. So, yeah, I can definitely see building a commander deck with this one. Um, okay. So... That is all of our previews for today, but we still have got some time. We've got Reggie here. He lives in Jumpstart World. That's his jam. Uh, so if you have questions about Jumpstart, uh, go ahead and put those in the chat. It makes it a little easier if you tag at Magic. Um, it helps me to see it as we go through it, um, and we can ask Reggie some of those Jumpstart-related questions. Um, I'm going to ask one first as sure. people put them in chat. So um, what are some of your favorite themes or combinations of themes in this set? One of the sweetest ones, I think, uh, is we showed off, I think, on the very first day, uh, Speedy 
which has Kiki Jiki Mirror Breaker in mm -hmm. it. And we did show off a, uh, a blue rare packet yesterday that was fairies, and it does have Pestermite in it. And oh. so I think I saw a, the Japanese preview article had kind of mentioned that. But yeah, if you get lucky and you open the right combination, you could actually pull off the infinite Kiki-Jiki combo where Pestermite keeps entering the battlefield and untapping Kiki-Jiki, and then Kiki-Jiki makes more copies. And I think being able to pull off an infinite combo in Jumpstart is That's really exciting. like one modern event in the past. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, Very cool. All right, we've got a couple questions in here. Um, first question, are these standard legal or not? No, these are legacy legal. Yeah, so legacy, commander, vintage. Eternal legal, yeah. Yep. Um, we talked a little bit about this earlier, but um, I think it's worth reiterating. How do pack rarities work for this jumpstart? So there are 121 different packets, lists in total across mm -hmm. 46 different themes. and. You can either open a mythic rarity theme, a rare rarity theme, or a common rarity theme. And that just means how many individual packet lists there are in the 121. Mm -hmm. So mythics only have one, rares have two, and commons have four. Yeah. Um, I'll answer this again. It's a very common question. Is this jumpstart coming to arena? It's not. It's not. It's not. Um, are there any foils in this jumpstart? There are not. Um, uh, I, we touched on this earlier, but it, it is a good question and very observant. Uh, was the enemy pair hybrid rare cycle intentional, like yes. the ally pair hybrid cycle rare, rare yeah, cycle? Yeah, we wanted to finish it. Yep. Good eye. Yeah. Um, what made you choose Eldrazi? It's super sweet. Um, <laughs> what more to say? Uh, you know, magic has its own crazy alien unknown race. Um, I don't remember who had originally pitched it, but we thought that it would make a cool theme. I think maybe originally when we were talking about doing, you know, Urza's, the colorless packet, mm -hmm. maybe Eldrazi was proposed there instead, but then we ended up realizing that in order to make it play well like we wanted it to, it would actually be better if we could include some of the green cards, like yeah. things like Nest Invader or like Devoid cards too. Mm -hmm. And so it ended up becoming a green packet. But we just thought it would be a super sweet one to highlight. Yep. Um, for those asking questions about why this isn't coming to Arena, um, save that question for next week. We're going to have some Arena folks on the show next week. Um, all right. We have a request. This is, this is a nice request. Can you put the packet list featuring Colony Heart Expedition up? Producer Sean can maybe pull that up while we grab some other questions. Um, okay, so we touched on the Eldrazi packet, and um, we've seen some legendary creatures get made. We saw um, mm -hmm. Alondra in this one, Mizzix as well. Um, so the question that I've seen a couple times is why didn't the Eldrazi packet get a new Eldrazi legend? Fair. Uh, I think we ended up thinking that Worldbreaker was just going to be a sweet card to mm -hmm. include. Uh, I'm actually blanking on what the other rare is in that packet. If there is one, I think there is. Um, and I think just because it was going to be a green packet, it might have felt a little strange to make a new green legend. Sure. I suppose we could have made a colorless one. Uh, but I think if people really want to see more new Eldrazi legends, 
that is a good thing to mention, and I think we will listen for sure. Cool. Eldrazi fans, there's always something on the horizon. You never always know. something. Um, they're out there. They're still out there. They're not gone. Um, is there a deck that's filled with memes like the Dreadmaw deck? Like the Dreadmaw deck? Memes? Um, well, we did see a rats packet yesterday mm -hmm. that promotes playing lots of rats, um, which I suppose is kind of silly, but I'm not sure what would be the biggest meme. And I mean, even the Dreadmaw packet. Yeah. Uh, how about how about this? What was the packet that you think is the most fun or creative? Hmm. I really do like Unlucky Thirteen. I thought that came together in a really satisfying way. Uh, there's also a red packet that I don't think we've seen yet. So gotta wait. We'll come later today. But is particularly out there in terms of the theme it's supporting. And uh, stay tuned for that one. That yeah. might be my favorite. Um, will Jumpstart be available at MagicCon Philadelphia? Uh, so I don't think the, um, the events list for that has come out yet, but um, it will certainly, it's coming out before then. So possibly, but I don't think the events list for that has come out. Um, and there will be on-demand events at Philadelphia as well, so maybe. Um, let's see. Is there a full cycle of legendary creatures with hybrid mana activated? There is. Look forward to it. Yep. And it's, but to be clear, it's for the enemy colors in this one. Correct. Yeah. yeah. We have seen a couple of cards here and there that have different color identities. Mm -hmm. uh, I know we saw Isu the Abominable, which has a Bant color identity. Yep. And we saw Kibo, who has green-red, but... Yeah, that enemy cycle is pretty obvious. They have the hybrid symbol on them, so you'll yep. be able to notice. Um, I've seen this a, a couple times, and so just to clarify, are there any themed basic lands in the set like the original Jumpstart? There are not. Okay. Uh, nope, we ended up doing the anime booster fun instead of the basic lands. Yeah. Um, there is a note from uh, Stibbs, and I'll call it out here as well. All the packets, all of the packet lists will be published tomorrow on Daily MTG. Great. So for those following along today and yesterday, preview days, really, you know, like a quick jam-packed, two yeah. jam-packed previews nonstop yesterday and today, and then tomorrow the full current image gallery as well as the full list of deck lists will be available all on DailyMTG.com. Um, let's see. Uh, I'll ask this question, although I don't think we have an answer for it. Mm -hmm. um, just because it, it, it's a good question, and it's certainly some good feedback. Is there any intention to put the new cards on the list, the list that comes with, with set boosters, anytime soon to make them more available? Uh, we don't have anything to announce about that, but it's a, it's a good suggestion, mm -hmm. and I'm sure one Reggie can Going back. forward, I'm actually going to be the person in charge of the list. Oh, are you so, really? Yeah, oh, amazingly. So, noted. There you I'm go. I'm listening. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Um, bu -bu 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 -bu. Uh, we do have another question about um, how you play it. Because uh, mm -hmm. they said, how do you play it? Do you buy a whole box and open packets until you find some that match? No, it's much simpler than that. You want to talk about yeah, again, how mean, you play it? Well, you can play however you want. You know, If you really want to you know, make the ultimate mono green packet, go fight. You know, yeah. Have fun. Uh, however, I think the simplest and easiest way to play 
is just you and a buddy get two packets yep. each, two boosters, and open them up, take out the face card, shuffle them together. You've got a 40-card deck and play as much as you want, yep. however you want. And you know you can swap out afterwards, you know, oh, your white packet looked awesome, I'll give you my red one, you know, yeah. let's make a different combination and you know, go have fun. Yep. Yeah, and there were, you know, when the original Jumpstart came out, a lot of people found a lot of different creative ways to play. You mm -hmm. could either just do that, you get two random packs, you open up, shuffle, whatever's there. Other times people would open them up, see the themes, lay out a bunch of themes and they could pick their themes, or maybe they drafted themes, like someone got the first pick, and then you right, right. So um, there are, because they come in a pack that's sealed, and you don't know what the theme is, but Correct. when you open that up, then it's another... You've got a face card that yeah, tells you. tells you what the theme is, and then you can go from there. So, but yes, the, the quickest and easiest way is just grab two, shuffle them up, and play, and you get a lot of cool, weird stuff happening then. Um, I think we answered why the Eldrazi pack was green and not colorless. Um, we wanted to give you Tron lands. Yeah. But if you really want Eldrazi, make it known. Uh, here's the question. Do the anime version cards also have regular versions? They do not. Yeah. So in your packets, you will always get that anime card. And so, for instance, Spectral Sailor the regular art of Spectral Sailor is just not included in this product. Yep. And that, and they're all reprints, right? These exactly. Are, these are not new cards that only have that art. These are reprints of existing cards. Correct. So if you prefer the other card, they exist out there. Um, is there water, coffee, or vodka in that cup? Coffee. Uh, it's the morning. It's I, I drink a lot of coffee. Um, in fact, that's basically all I had for breakfast this morning. Um, is there a new art Terramorphic Expanse in this, like the last Jumpstart? I don't believe so. I mean, as you saw, we included that Terramorphic Expanse in the rainbow packet right. in JMP, and so in this time, instead we have Tron lands. Yeah, so. and we did see the Evolving Wilds. Yep. So we have Evolving Wilds, not new art. Uh, da, 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 da. Let's see... <laughs> Where did you get those shoes? Eh, we can't advertise for other stores, but nice shoes. Thank nice you. shoes. Yeah. Um, any intentions to print foil versions of the new anime art cards? I think that's another feedback well received. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think figuring out how to include foils in Jumpstart Boosters, if that's something people really want. Yeah. Take it to heart. Yeah. Yeah, it's not something we, we currently do in Jumpstart Boosters, but something to think about. There you go. Why did you make new artwork for Utabi Orangutang? You know why. You know why. The, so the, the, the original Utabi Orangutang oh, came out in Visions. We, we all know it in, unintentionally had some kind of inappropriate art that has been made a joke over yes. uh, the years, and the joke continued in this one with... Uh, Actually, yes, yeah. I mean, I think, why did it get new art? You know the reason. However, <laughs> we even alluded to the history, yeah. yeah, in more ways than one, in the new Octavia Orangutan art and with Kibo. Kibo, yeah, Kibo is the result so. of that original art. Um, I love that we've kept that thread going Yeah, I'd since say then. we paid it more justice than it was due. We so. paid it quite a bit of justice. Uh, does the walking uh, ballista art, or does the walking ballista in the Urza pack have new art? I don't believe it does. Okay. Um, bu -bu 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 -bu. I'm going to reword this question a little bit. 
Um, but were there any rarity shifts for Pauper? Were any of the cards rarity shifted? I don't believe there were any offhand. Um, sorry, Pauper players. We gave you some sweet alt art cards, like the Thermo Alchemist we saw, but I don't think we gave you any actual new toys aside from the new cards. Yeah. Um, interesting question that I'm not, maybe you have an answer for. Um, it's a little in the weeds, but I think it's a fun question and also a little head-scratching, and I'm going to keep just apparently propping up this question. But um, when does a release get Evolving Wilds, and when does it get Terramorphic Expanse? Uh, it depends on a lot of factors. Obviously, in this product, I think we ended up going with Evolving Wilds just because it fit the, uh, the Zendikar theme a little more. We've only ever printed Evolving Wilds on Zendikar. Mm. Terramorphic Expanse hasn't been there before. Uh, in general, in other releases, I think usually we think that Evolving Wilds has a slightly easier to kind of concept name for a diverse array of different places. You know, we've seen Evolving Wilds on all sorts of different planes, you know, Zendikar and mm -hmm. on. Um, however, we know Terramorphic Expanse fans, you're out there. We hear you. I mean, we gave you the <laughs> alt art one for a jumpstart last time, and there might be something for you on the horizon. Who knows? All right, any favorite new art on reprints in this set mm. for you? A good question. We did see earlier today, the, uh, or maybe yesterday, the new Ristic Study, mm -hmm. uh, which, you know, obviously, love it or hate it kind of a card, but it has adorable art of Zimone uh, um, and uh, Dina mm. from Strixhaven yeah. studying together, which I think is heartwarming. It's cute. Um, all right, this is, this is more feedback, I'll say. As the new keeper of the list, you shouldn't have revealed that, uh, can you please lean away from putting cards that are still in standard in the packs? There you go, feedback. All right. Feedback, all right. Um, let's see. What other planes are shown in Jumpstart? Now, it, I, I guess we'll rephrase that a little bit. Did you stick to certain planes for this Jumpstart, or was it kind of anything goes? No, anything goes. Um, we had actually early on kind of humored the idea of what if we did sort of plain focused packets uh, with things like Landfall on Zendikar, for instance, or we saw a, a blue inventive packet that mm -hmm. featured a lot of Kaladesh cards. Um, but we ended up just kind of shying away from sticking to plain specifically and just trying to make the most fun versions of packets that we could, so they include kind of a hodgepodge from all over. So in a lot of ways, even though this set isn't tied to a core set release like the first Jumpstart was, mm -hmm. it still is kind of in that core set tradition of including cards from all over yeah. and just kind of celebrating magic. So I don't know how many planes are actually included here, but it's a lot. We didn't necessarily try to go to any in particular or stay away from any. Yep. Um, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask this question, but I'm gonna caveat it to the the folks at home that um, Reggie is not on the world building team, so he may not know the answer to this, but he might. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it out there just in case you do. Do we know what plane Preston comes from? That's the rabbit. That's wizard. the rabbit wizard. Yeah. I'm going to say we don't know. Okay, cool. All right. We're not going to answer Thanksgiving questions. So um, we are going to call it there. Uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Thank you, Reggie, for joining sure, us happy and to be sharing here. some Jumpstart knowledge. Um, Jumpstart uh, previews are done after today. 
So the full card image gallery is up at tomorrow, as well as all the deck lists, and then it releases December 2nd. Mm -hmm. Yes, December 2nd, doing that calendar math in my head. Um, so definitely tune in for that. Uh, as well, a reminder that Monday is when 30th Anniversary Edition goes on sale. Uh, goes on sale at 9 a.m. Pacific time, so be sure to tune in for that on the interwebs. Um, additionally, again, I want to say congratulations to everyone who qualified for the Pro Tour in Philadelphia. I'm super excited about MagicCon Philadelphia. Um, big fan of Philadelphia the city and events we've held during the past. So I'm excited for that. Uh, next week, as I alluded to earlier, we are gonna have some arena folks on. Uh, it's a monthly announcement day, so we're gonna announce some stuff. We're gonna talk about Explorer Anthology 2, as well as some other arena-related things. And you know what, we might, we might show off a holiday card. Um, that's, that's coming up as well. So definitely tune in next Tuesday at 10 a.m. here on twitch.tv magic. We'll see you next week.